Denebacast is back. The much-anticipated return of Newton South's premier podcast is back. Without pouring fan support, Denebacast is ready to kick off Season 4, Episode 1. Today, we are here in beautiful, 90-degree and sunny Newton, Massachusetts to kick off our fourth season. I'm Brendan Weissel. I'm Aiden Geeser. I'm Justin Levy. And this is Denebacast. Oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, we are sitting here in Aiden Geezer's backyard, and we are recording the fourth season of Denebacast. The second season as us three as hosts, and I'm honored to be sitting in front of you two guys. It feels right. Everything feels right. Couldn't have said it better myself. Agreed. It's really a surreal feeling. I cannot believe it's that time again, you know? But it feels great nonetheless. Yeah. I've been missing you guys. How was your summer? It's been good. Uh, I've absolutely, I've missed you so much. I know I've, I've talked to you guys a little bit uh, via the internet, Snapchat a little bit, Twitter a little bit. But other than that, you know, I've been kind of doing my own thing. Uh, I was in Rhode Island a lot. I played a lot of golf, um, won a lot of money from my brother. It was awesome. Um, other than that, preparing for that um, university stuff, but nothing much. What about you guys? Yeah, same. Uh, I'm glad you said that. Uh, it's weird because my summers at the same time has felt super eventful. But at the same time, when I'm looking back, it doesn't feel like I've done that much, if that makes any sense. Seeing as we've done so much, or at least I've done so much and prepared so much for college, um, that's taken up a good portion of my time. But at the same time, I've been doing a lot of music. I've been going back and forth from Boston to Newton. I have an internship in Boston, so that's where I've been going. I've been spending a lot of hours putting the time in there, but, but it's been fun, nonetheless. Uh, I've been enjoying myself, kicking back, because, you know... This is our last year here, which, like I said, surreal. Like, it's crazy. But, yeah. How about you, Aiden? Yeah, I mean, that's what it's all about. I I had a very interesting summer. I was lucky enough to spend eight weeks at a summer camp in the Berkshires, working as a LIT, mentoring kids, making friends, you know. It was a good time. It's crazy to be back. The summer flew by. Judging, judging from Aiden's, uh, you know, social media... Uh, he looked like he had a pretty LIT summer. You can cut that out. That was a pretty horrible joke. <laughs> I forget, you know, you forget how good the summer is until it's not the summer. Because, like, the last two years, or at least last year, like, with school, we phased into it so slow that it's felt like the summer for so long. Basically since March of 2019. March of 2020. Basically for a while, it's felt like, you know, we've had a, a pretty restful um, time in our lives. Um... You know, obviously we've had some like challenges with COVID, but it's felt like we've had a lot of free time. And I feel like, at least for me, that's all going to be zapped up as soon as September 9th hits. So how do you guys feel about that? Yeah. So, you know, how I actually felt about this was like, obviously I had a great summer and at times it was relaxing, but I kind of realized at the beginning of junior year that like, I wasn't really going to be able to chill until I got into college just because of how hectic junior year was, even though we were lucky enough or maybe not lucky enough to have a, a different world where better grades were a little bit more easily attained but yeah and then this summer I was going hard working the whole time and now we're jumping right back into it you know so I kind of got mixed feelings about it but it's living life like kind of doing something at every moment it's it's fun it's rewarding and it's been a good experience and I'm looking forward to see what comes this fall how about you Justin yeah agreed you know, it's going to be, like Prince said, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have to hit the ground running. September 9th hits, uh, both on and off the track, which is going to be, that's going to be fun. It's going to be, I'm expecting it to be stressful. You know, you kind of got to 
come in it with that mentality, but still, I'm here for it. Rolling into senior year, there's a lot of new stuff in Insta. Um, first of all, we got a new principal. Uh, shout out Miss Strass. Uh, if you're not following her on Twitter, you shouldn't even be at the school, basically. She's a great Twitter account. Um, she just met with some freshman parents. She's doing a great job on Twitter. I actually had the pleasure of meeting with her uh, a couple weeks ago, had a great talk. Um, so I'm really excited to, for the rest of you guys to meet the new principal. In addition, you guys probably know we have a new schedule. Um, there was a lot of mixed feelings about the new schedule. We don't have to dive in too much about the new schedule, but there's a lot of mixed feelings on that. Um, and there's new seniors. At least just, I've, I've met a lot of people, not met, I've seen a lot of people around the school, around, around Newton, and it seems like there's a real buzz of energy, especially around the class of 22, um, to have a really fun and exciting senior year. So I'm really, I'm pretty pumped about that. Word, yeah. Um, I'm very pumped as well. Can you actually tell us a little bit more about, the, I know you said you didn't want to dive too deep into it, but can you tell us more about the new schedule for those that don't know? For those that don't know, uh, the biggest change with the schedule is that there's going to be uh, required uh, flex blocks on Wednesday. Give me one second while I pull up the Denebola Instagram to make sure I have the perfect facts. This is a good time to plug the Denebola Instagram. Who knows if this will make the episode, but... Okay, so the biggest change with the schedule, I was correct, is there's going to be three required flex blocks on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. And that is something um, that Newton South at least in our time, has never really experienced having required flex blocks. And I think that's something that makes students um, very nervous or very, you know, kind of just disappointed that they're taking away a good amount of our freedom. And those times we usually use for clubs and times that students, you know, really appreciated they loved their clubs. Maybe they went to like a GeoGuessr club or they went to the South Senate or they went to an art club. They did something like that that they were really passionate about. And there's this big question mark around when clubs will be able to meet and how often. So that is something that, you know, I've been working on um, to try to improve. And that's the biggest change of the schedule. And the biggest advice I can give to my fellow seniors, juniors, freshmen, and sophomores is to kind of take the first month and really figure out how you can use the schedule to benefit yourself the best. And after that time, if you still have a lot of questions, then it'll be time to make, you know, bigger changes and talk to the administration about your feelings. Um, the biggest thing I can emphasize is give it some time. Well said. Similar to last year, I mean, I remember the start of last year was so, it was super weird because we've never seen a year like that, at least not in my time, at South. And the teachers put a big stress on, like Brennan said, getting into the groove of things, taking your time, being patient. And just because we're going to be in the building doesn't mean that in the first day everything's going to be back to normal. There's still a lot of easing into it. I know some students uh, haven't been in the building since, you know, when was that, 2020? Yeah, it's gonna. So just just be patient with one another. I know you're. I hope and I assume that your teachers are gonna be patient with you. It's gonna be a lot of getting into the groove of things. So, yeah, no rush. You know, let's take our time and let's do things right. Yeah, a hundred percent. And similar to last year, it's kind of important to remember that your teachers are in the same shoes as you are. Like they've never. A lot of them have been at South for way way longer than you have. So it's in a lot of ways an even more difficult change for them. And so. Like, like, just to reiterate what Justin said, just be patient, take it a day at a time, and I'm sure it'll be fine. It's good to know that all my teachers wear size 10 shoes. Um, <laughs> but moving past that, we're not, a, we're not a very sentimental podcast, but moving into our senior year, I think it's time to set up some goals. They say you have a, a better chance of achieving those goals if you say them out loud, if you write them down. So uh, do you guys have any goals for senior year? I'll start, and this is pretty broad in general, but... 
I stand by what I said of making the most of every day. Because I look back at my freshman year, I remember the, the days I spent on the soccer team, JV, shout out Nico Toulette, but we were just having fun going through and I never realized that would be my last year playing soccer. And which is super sentimental and, and like I said, crazy to think back and look back at, but it's the truth. And part of me wishes I made more out of those practices. I, maybe I missed a couple of practices or I wasn't, my head wasn't completely in the game, but I think I'm going to try to make the most of every day, you know, and have a solid mix of having fun, but putting the work in that'll pay off as, you know, further in life, maybe college, outside, we'll see. But yeah, that's what I'd say my goal is. How about you, Aiden? You know, I mean, I feel like living in the moment is such a good one. And I feel really similar when you're talking more reflectively and thinking about what our experiences have been like at South and like how much we miss those moments that we thought were just like another like whatever crappy day at high school. Like even thinking back to like, I don't know, Brendan, like a hill like a hills workout in cross country i was never one of the more the, one of the better guys on cross country and i hated those things while we were doing them but when i think about me and like i don't know like shout out michael robinson but grinding out those hills stuff like it's stuff like that that you kind of look back on and reflect on so if i can just have more moments like that senior year you know keep building more connections keep having more experiences with more people and just like really feel like i i lived this year out um and not as it was just like a year that I watched pass by and like, so yeah, live in the moment. Also trying to beat Newton North and lacrosse. Let's go. I love that. I love the last one. I love the plug yeah. for any sort of, any sort of yeah. spirit or cultural shift. Aiden, I could not agree with you more. Living in the moment is something that, you know, my family has always instilled in me and I think it's super important. Um, I, I never really realized, you know, you're sitting in the freshman or sophomore math class and you're like, let me just end. Let me just get over with this high school thing. And it was not until maybe last year that I realized the immense opportunities that Newton South has for you if you go it and you pursue them. Um, especially in these last two years, I've absolutely done that myself. And it's made my high school um, experience extremely more, it just made my high school experience uh, way more enjoyable. And I feel like I've uh, improved my life and improved the lives of others around me, um, which has been something that I, I really take a lot of pride in. One of my biggest goals, uh, I've told a couple people this, um, and it is difficult. And it is to get to one of every single Newton South sporting event. Um, I'll explain that in a bit. Those of you who want to do that, uh, I got at least three spaces in my car. I also have a trunk. Anybody who wants to come along to that with me, um, it'll be awesome. There are going to be some long drives. So uh, I've been thinking about this planning a little bit. Some of the easy sports, you know, I'll knock out a football game, knock out a, you know, soccer game, knock out a track meet. I'll be there. Um, some of the tougher ones, you know, you got to get to ski. You got to get to ski races, uh, shout out Ben Modiano, and those are harder to get to. They're far away, they're at night, it's the winter, got to get to swim meets, got to get to gymnastics. I think dance and cheer I can, I can check off pretty easily, but it's going to be hard and I'm super excited for it. Um, and I think maybe I'll see if I can document as much as, it, if I can, as much of it as I can. Those are my goals though, yeah. Seems like you got some work cut out for you. Oh yeah, definitely. But I respect that. Yeah. That seems a... Pretty ambitious, but I like that idea, Brendan. I really do. You know, I really like how all all of us gave out our goals, and none of us really had anything to do with getting good grades or getting into good college. Because I think that's like a testament to who, especially all I'd like to say all of us, but especially you two are as people who live in the moment are understated. Like you are, you have so much, so many admirable admirable qualities about you, and you're also like super smart people. 
but you don't let that like take over who you are, you know? I really appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Aiden, you're a pretty smart guy, so we'll see, you know. I'm not gonna name any colleges, but you'll you'll I wish you the best of luck in your in your life. In all seriousness though. Um look around the table. I love every single one of you. It's two of you, but uh it's just a good time out here in the Nebacast. Um just gonna be around you guys. Speaking of being around, often people will be in cars. You know what they have in cars? Speakers. You know what usually plays on speakers? Sounds. You know what makes sounds? Music. Justin, sorry, Miles, came out with two incredible songs. Shout out Josh Jackson. Uh, what was the inspiration behind these two songs? Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so for those of you who don't know, um, I actually get this a lot when people find out that I make music. They ask me whether my real name is Miles or is Justin. So I'm going to go on record here saying my real name is Justin. Though my stage name, my alias, if you will, is Miles Blue when it comes to this whole music thing. Anyways, what Brennan was referencing was a, a, a two-piece, a two-parter song sort of EP that I did a couple weeks back titled Burning Low. The first song was titled Suki, which is based on a true story, and the second is titled Girls Are Fake. And on both of those records, I have my friend Josh Jackson, also known as Jaro in the music industry, and my other boy named Kid Judo. He lives... Not close, but he's a great musician, great artist. If you do end up listening to this judo, shout out to you. Um, but yeah, the inspiration for that song, like I said, it was based on a true story. Now, I wouldn't say, I obviously won't name any names, but you can go find these songs on any streaming service, um, any streaming platform, you know, Spotify, SoundCloud, YouTube, Apple Music, quick plug. But you can find these, those on any platform. And you can, um, I think it's pretty clear, sort of tongue-in-cheek. Um, in the, the writing there, what that was about. But going back on the topic of making the most of every day and this whole sort of theme of time, I actually have a mixtape coming out on September 3rd. By now, I think I'll, I'll release the, the preview, but it's titled Time I Spent. And throughout this, the creation of this EP, this mixtape, I've bunkered down and I've really thought about how I spend my time, seeing as... Look, this is my 18th birthday. Going into September 3rd, that's when I'm dropping it. I'm going to be 18. I'm going to be an adult. But on this project specifically, I really wanted to make good music, so to speak. And obviously, that's pretty... Um, it's pretty. Yeah, pretty. Gorgeous, beautiful. No, I mean, it's pretty subjective. There it is. Pretty subjective what good music is, so depending on who you ask. But I tried with this with this mixtape, and I think uh, you guys will see when it drops. In the intro, I say, um, with these rhymes I'm ascending, raise the bar, the box I'm bending. And since my parting impending, my adolescence is ending, I think about this time that I'm spending. <laughs> but yeah. It's coming out very soon, or it's out. Yeah, or it's out, so go check that out. But um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but I'm not the only musician artist out there. There's actually a lot been going on in the music industry this summer. You know, summer's a great time to for these big artists to be releasing their albums, their mixtapes, whatever, singles, summer singles, whatever. But I'm not the only artist out there. And there are a lot of great music that's been released thus far. Um, some inside South, some out. Now, Any, any good ones inside South that you, South? you can note? Definitely. A super underrated project that I think deserves a lot more credit. Talking about Cheese Gamer. Cheese Gamer himself. With his debut album, debut project, serious project, titled In Too Deep. With Hunter Sow in the production, I had a feature verse. I might be a little biased, but I think that 
thus far is one of the best projects out of South and projects alone that I've heard this year. It's a great project that I think you should listen to. Right now it's exclusively on SoundCloud, but I heard he's working on getting that to reach a more wider audience and, and really putting that on more platforms. But it's a great, great project with the mixing top tier. So shout out Hunter, shout out Amon, great project. Yeah, I completely agree. I listened to that uh, a couple times, especially on some drives. And it was just nice music. Uh, one thing I really liked about that um, was Hunter Sow, um, good friend of mine. And he really, he made some great, great beats there. And I think uh, often in music, the producer will go unnoticed. Uh, so I just want to give him a little shout out. And I, I loved what he did there on that uh, mixtape, if you will. Yeah, Hunter's definitely tough with it. I've been lucky enough to get in the stew with him a few times. It's always a good experience. <laughs> Um, just to shout out another artist who's been up to something this summer. I, we all know him. We all lo- love him. PA, Alex Talienski, dropped a new single, Long Way. I listened to it the other day. I thought it was pretty hard, to be honest. Have you guys listened to it? Yeah, I think it's definitely one of Alex's better songs, personally. It might be a little biased, but I, I enjoyed that song. Shout out Alex. Yeah. Shout out Dylan Gray, too, if any of you guys know him. To shout out another, some more gray music, some music, rec- music wrecks with the Nebicast. Tyler, the creator, call me if you get lost. I don't know if you guys got around to listening to that album. Such a great project. That jumped from obviously not existing until it was released to the most played album of this year for me on Spotify. I listened to that album almost rid- religiously this summer. It's a great project. You should go listen to that. Um, any other music that you guys want to shout out, just generally uh, speaking? Summer? Yeah, I mean, I really messed with the new Lord album. Yeah. I've been, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Lord this summer. Uh, yeah, Solar Power. It's a pr- pretty sick album. I really like the singles leading up to it, Solar Power and Stoned at the Nail Salon. Yeah. Something that I got really into this summer um, is New Music Fridays on Spotify. Every every Friday or every thir- every Friday morning, very early, I'll uh, hop on my phone. I'll probably listen to take take the first hour of Friday, and I'll just listen to some great new music that's dropped and it's a great way to listen to some some new songs and i've really enjoyed doing that so i don't i don't know too many new albums but i do have a lot of favorite songs from that which uh, i've really enjoyed uh, i don't personally have music myself but I'll, I'll drop one of the really good ones was uh mostly crew by post malone very good song um what else i got on here oh one mississippi by kane brown i'm i got a wide uh a wide breadth of music taste and i feel good by pitbull there's a lot of good songs out there um Pitbull's never missed. That's uh, a blast in, in the past. It's been a while since I've heard his name, but thinking about it, I can't think of it. Yeah, I don't think he has missed. Pretty iconic artist back in when was that? Like twenty. I remember. It's he was pretty. A... It's pretty bar mitzvah season, if you ask me. Mm, agreed. Definitely agreed. You know who I've been listening to a lot this summer? Do you guys know Phoebe Bridgers? Dude, I gotta put you on. Yeah. It's really sad. She makes pretty sad music, but she's super good. Really? Yeah. Sorry that you had to listen to sad music. I love sad music. If you search PHO, she comes up, so. No, she's big. She's really big. Cicadas or something. Sorry, there's a, uh, it's really hot outside. The bugs are trying to escape the heat. So, a lot of bugs out here. Um, Justin, um, you, you called this song on your Instagram, you called it the, the song of the year, possibly. How do you feel about uh, Industry Baby? Uh, we always talk about uh, Lana Sykes. It's a very good song. How do you feel? Honestly, this song caught me off guard. I mean, obviously, I'm a pretty big Lil Nas X fan. And finding out that he has a song with Jack Harlow, who has been killing it this year and these past few years, I was excited to say the least. And 
when that song and music video dropped. I think I must have watched it at least four times back to back, just replaying the video, seeing as not only sonically was the production on that song incredible, but it's a it's a catchy song. The music video was well shot, well thought out. It goes along with the album, the lead up to his album, Montero, which is dropping September 17th, I want to say. He a lot had, of good music coming. Yeah, we lots of great music. <laughs> Just stay pumped for September, guys. Um, Lil Nas X and Miles Blue. That's crazy. No, but all jokes aside, it's a great song. I think both of them came through with their verses. It's a very catchy tune. It's taking TikTok by storm. I've been seeing that song almost like I said, religiously on my For You page. So, you know, that should speak for itself. <laughs> I love the eloquence you speak in the way you speak of Jack Harlow and Lil Nas X. <laughs> As I was saying, Lil Nas X is raising funds for the nonprofit for nonprofit The Bail Project to provide cash bail for incarcerated people nationwide. Um, okay, we just talked about Lil Nas X, so I'll say um, <clears throat> arguably one of the best easily one of the most influential artists of this generation Kanye West is now more than 20 days past the quote-unquote official release date for his most recent album Donda now this has sparked a number of careful Brendan that's actually a loss that is a beat guys live the number cast that actually that actually just live the number cast whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> don't move it's in your honor don't move Oh, guys, that's so upsetting. Was a- wow, that was actually... Like, ah! It's actually... Oh, my... <laughs> Donda. <laughs> yeah, Donda, uh, more than 20 days now. Um, depending on when this comes out, it might have dropped. I'd say I'm pretty pretty positive and pretty confident that it won't have dropped. No, I got luck, though. It might. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. We'll have to see, though. I mean, there's been multiple listening parties. Um... <laughs> For this album, Aiden, what are your what have you heard thus far on this project Dude. and about this project? Um, from what I've heard and seen so far, it seems like a very emotional project dedicated to his his mom, who was named Donda West. Um, it seems like Kanye has really put his heart and soul into this, and I've seen some of the from the live listening parties how just like emotional he looks and how how emotional the performances are, and it just seems crazy. Like it's in terms of like. Selling an album and like getting hype built around it, I I've never seen someone do it in such a way. This this dude was living in the stadium for the Falcons, Mercedes-Benz Stadium, paying a million dollars a day for a room, which was like, I don't know, probably like twelve by eight feet or something like that, something something tiny. I don't know how big twelve by eight is. Scratch that. <laughs> but like, but like, this dude was living in like what looked like a college dorm, paying a million dollars a day. And it just seemed so crazy to me. Like, he was having famous rappers come in and out. Like, I saw, like, a video of Chance the Rapper in there, Lil Yachty, 5 Foreign. Like, it looked, pretty, it looked pretty sick. And so that was in Atlanta. And now I know he's moved on to Chicago. And I saw this thing, and he's building a replica of the house that he grew up in in the middle of Soldier's Field. It looks absurd. It looked like, I don't know what better way to sell an album. And, like, I've listened. There's live listening parties on Apple Music, and I tuned into one of them. It was crazy. Mike Dean on the guitar, Jay-Z feature. In terms of building a hype around yourself, he's got to be the best. Um, you know, like, like we were saying, Lil Nas X does it a very good job, but he does it purely on social media. This guy's doing it on a mass market. He's using 
professional sports stadiums. He's using products. Um, there's like a, there's the speaker that's coming out that's only going to play his album. I mean, just it's what he's doing is really brilliant, and it's it's revolution. I think he's ahead of his time, in my opinion. Dude, exact, Brennan. I couldn't have said it better myself. Well said. And no one can do it like he does. I mean, I remember leading up to the first quote-unquote release date for Donda. He hadn't said a word, but due to allegation and rumors that he would be dropping this Friday, the previous Saturday, there was a remarkable amount of hype and everybody on the internet was it was tre- donda was trending it was it was that crazy before he himself had even said a word even posted anything on any sort of social media it's just no one does it like kanye does this could be an interesting take do you think he his music will be better now that he uh, doesn't have to spend as much time with his wife and how he has more time to focus purely on his music do you think that will help or hurt his music because it seems like um this kind of thing that he's doing I guess he was doing some, like, small other, like, release parties and stuff. He did some of that, like, gospel, um, like, church gatherings. But this is on a whole different scale. Do you think that's because of his more free time or just he's realized that potentially he has? That's a great question, Brendan. Um, I think you can make a case for both. I'm sure that, in a way, um, definitely affected his personal life and whether or not he chose to put that into his music, which... Uh, Aiden said this is a very emotional, um, you know, powerful album, it seems. It's possible that that definitely could have played a role there. Um, I guess we'll have to see and we'll have to, um, you know, decide that for ourselves when the album drops um, eventually, whenever that day may pass. But I I, I do know that Kim Kardashian was actually at one of the listening parties in Fairly Sure. So I think they're on relatively good terms, at least. It's pretty odd, in fact. That she that is it it, it kind of leaves a lot of question marks in the air. I totally forgot about that she was at one of those. Yeah. yeah. That's weird. That's so Hollywood. I don't know. <laughs> Seriously. In terms of, like, having more time and reaching his potential and stuff, I don't think there's that much to be said about that because we've seen what he's capable of, like, in terms of, like, the, the albums and the prestige of the albums that he's dropped. I've honestly found it a little bit upsetting about, like, his, his... Not that I really care about, like, celebrity lifestyle and livelihood and stuff, but, I mean, Kanye's been, like... He's been one of my... Like, I've listened to this dude forever, and, um... You know, I was hearing things, like, after they split up, like, oh, I'm so excited, like, 808s and Heartbreak 2 coming, like... It just sounded kind of messed up to me, because, like, t- to capitalize on his pain so much, just because, like, he's been through much, so much, he's got, like... He bat- we all- we know he battles mental illness and like he's got like four or five kids with her like regardless of how good the album is when it comes out like ultimately I think it's kind of sad you know not to not to get super somber no, on that's that episode. Well, so that's a, that's sure. a really yeah. good take I like I I really like that a lot great points there is so much good music out there it's crazy just thinking I was thinking about like Kanye West songs that I like and there's so many of them and that's one person there is so much good music out there yeah. it's crazy. It's always evolving. Evolving. That's a great word choice. This might be a tangent. We don't have to go too deep into this, but Brendan and I were having a conversation about how nowadays music isn't the same. And I'm, we're talking about the most popular music, or at least the, the music that gets the most radio play and the most recognition. It's not the same that it was 2021. It was, it's not the same that it was maybe six, five years ago. It's completely different. And this sort of... Uh, thought uh was sparked from a tiktok page and it was just playing the acapella of pretty old not old but older music they were they had some michael jackson on there they had some train 
there were but there were these hits and and old music that i had completely forgot about until i saw it on their page and i was like wow so i put them all on my spotify playlist and i was as i was listening to it with my parents i was like wow this is this is really good quality music and it's not the same nowadays what do you guys think about that you know i really wonder if it's our age and position it kind of just in society in general and how much that music brings up you know certain feelings like i wonder if someone who's you know maybe like 25 or 26 would say the same about music that was released then i don't know but i feel like nowadays um to become a really popular artist there are certain things you have to do and it may not be the certain things you want to do in your personal music career I think people, you know, are trying. Obviously, you want to put out music that is popular, and you want to put out music that is, um, you know, means something to you. And it's the the people that you know become the most popular are able to intersect both of those. But I feel like there's a lot of music um, that is released now that is just purely for, you know, how can I become the most popular? How can I get this on TikTok? And then how can I make a lot of money? And obviously, you know, it's a business. So you want to make money. But I feel like a lot of the music back then, um, at least some of the more popular songs that I really enjoyed. Um, are way more lyrical and, and mean a lot more. Uh, and maybe it's the way that they sound. Like, a lot of pop sound... Like, even if you're saying really meaningful things in, like, certain pop songs, it comes off less meaningful. For example, the song Kiss Me More. Like, like that has a lot of interesting messages, but it's just the way, like, the the beat is, it's, like, just hard to take stuff seriously. And I think we've seen a lot of music like that. And, like, the music, I feel like, that, you know, you're referencing is a lot more down-to-earth, if you will. And I like those artists. And maybe that, that Phoebe fella you were talking about... Uh, is similar to that. How do you feel, Aiden? Yeah, you guys pretty much said a lot of the way that I feel on this subject. Uh, with that being said, I feel like when I was younger, I kind of felt the same way I do about these songs now. And then looking back on them with years years of my life gone by, I kind of reflect on them and see them in a more positive light. But it's kind of weird because like, you think about bands like Train, like you said, or like Imagine Dragons. like. The, the people who were dominating in the two th- like early 2000s, early 2010s, 2010s, um, the quality of their music compared to like, I don't know, give me a modern day. Like, it's, it's a total culture shift. I yeah, it's really just a, it's just a culture shift. And honestly, I think Cardi B. Yeah. No, I mean, who else is like who else is like really popular? Though? Like, yeah, it's it's really interesting because like one of the songs that we're talking about, somebody that I used to know, that was one of the top songs for like a ton, a ton of weeks. And you don't see songs like that reach the top charts anymore. Yeah. You don't. No, you do, bro. Blinding Lights, or whatever it's called, Flashing Lights, the Flashing weekend, weekend song. That song did, like, two years on the top 100. But, like, yeah, but playing, I, I feel it's like... not the... Somebody that I used that to know. So yeah, that just got the one of those serotonin booster songs. Yeah. That one in, like, Take Me To You. <laughs> I just feel like we don't see that anymore. Maybe it's just because it's... Looking back at them, they mean something more, but I don't know. Maybe we'll have to do an episode in like five, ten years and talk about (laughs) this type of music. I don't know. This is fascinating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, perspective plays a huge role. Like, we might be completely biased. Like, oh, just because we were growing, we're not grown, but when we were growing up, you know, with inverted quotation marks around it, (laughs) um, that song was those, that type of music was what we were hearing, and it might just be because it's taking us back to much simpler time and maybe feeling like it, it means more but who knows you know that's absolutely one thing that i've always enjoyed about music is that the uh, talked a lot about music and we always talk a lot about music and i think it's because um music and memories are so hyper connected 
that you know you can love a song because you have a certain memory with it. I know I have certain songs that I love that I used to listen to before, like you know, Cross Country Races when I was in seventh grade, and just like feeling that adrenaline feeling and just hyping up and remembering who you were and what was happening. They really, they really mean a lot to a person, and I, I think that's something that music can do. I think that's awesome. I think you don't see that a lot, so I, so I really love it. Yeah, through the good and the bad, hundred percent. Absolutely. Agree. You know, not to derail us from this music conversation, but I noticed when I said um, evolving, you had a interesting facial, like you had, you had an interesting take on that. If I was talking to my mom about this the other day, and like, if you had one word that you would want to like live by this year, what do you think it would be? Take your time. Take I gotta think. Time. I, you, yeah. Do you have one, Aiden? You said yeah. You're talking about it. You know, I, I think if I had to choose one word, it would be growth. And, I don't know, it might sound a little corny, but just, like, you kind of always got to remember that, like, or you kind of always just got to feel like you got to be better than who you were yesterday, you know? I feel like that's the best way to to live life. And you don't necessarily have to meet some and be some person that, like, society or, like, school wants you to be, but just try to be better than you were yesterday, you know? And it it may seem simple, but I think it'll go a really, really far away. And I think it's just a good feeling to carry into senior year with you know well said <clears throat> i'd say for me this kind of play this not kind of this definitely plays in a way you said aiden for me i'd say the word or my word would have to be adapt and because throughout this year i wouldn't say it's gone smoothly at all it's been all over the place and i'm not just talking on a personal level i'm talking across the board this year has by all means, not been a simple straight path, but what's important is when, you know, like in said, something gets derailed to get right back up, get back on the tracks and, and, and keep moving. I think that's what's important. And it's in those moments that'll separate the, no, I won't say that, but it's in those moments that really show people can shine or a spark could dull in, in those moments. And those are really the most important, I'd say. Absolutely. Word. Well said, bro. <laughs> Thank you. I guess if there's, I guess I kind of have two ways of looking at this. If there's a word to live by, I would say connecting. I want to connect um, with a lot of people and, and, a, and a wide uh, variety of people. Maybe variety is better, but I want, I want to make, uh, become closer with people who generally I wouldn't have reached out to in the past. Um, and I guess, uh, you know, a word to help inspire me or a quality I want to more have is I want to be a better listener. Um, I think one of my biggest uh, faults is that I, uh, I'm persuaded really easily. And I think uh, if I can be a really good listener um, in my classes, to my friends, um, and show people that I really care about what they're saying to me, um, then I'll be a better person and it'll make for a much more enjoyable and meaningful senior year. Thank you for asking that, Aiden. I really appreciate that. That's a great yeah, question. Of course. I, I really well like the way you guys answered. Yeah, I think it's just a good thing to keep in your mind to keep you. I know we touched on goals earlier, but to really keep you grounded. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So on the topic of uh, time passing in this new month, September, big month, always a big month. Lots of lots of things shift in September. Thirty-one days, maybe. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something something like that. Um, but as September comes, lots of stuff uh, starts. School, you know, seasons. But speaking of which, sports. Ball. You know, Aiden, want to 
well, Aiden and Brendan. Ask Brendan this one. <laughs> Brendan, uh, want to give us a little bit of a athletics fall preview here and what's to come, maybe? I'm so glad you asked me about athletics in the fall. Fall sports, I am so excited. If you can't tell, the one thing that I, I want to change Newton South's culture. I talked about this. We had a little, a little meeting um, for, you know, how to just talk about South Spirit. And the big things I said are seniors set the tone. We set the culture. If we, if we go big, everybody else will go big. If we go home, everybody else will go home. That's the biggest thing I want to do. So, first of all, I got to touch on cross country. Um, I'm the captain. Um, the boys, uh, we're looking pretty, pretty decent. We lost a ton of seniors. Uh, I love every single one of those guys, which is, you know, it's going to be tough. It's a, it's a big transitional year. But we have some, some young guys who are going to step up. Uh, ben Pistoner, Alon Milliguir, uh, Nate Hamilton, uh, a new kid who uh, didn't do cross country last year. And he's pretty devoted to the sport. And uh, I'm really liking what I'm seeing from him. So we're going to have a transitional year, but hopefully we can make some noise in the dual county league. Uh, the girls team... Um, They'll be, they'll be pretty good. I was talking to one of the captains. Um, they you know, they kind of got to figure out their place as well. Um, but they should be pretty good. They're, they're more on the rise um, where the boys are more on the rebuilding phase. Other sports to talk about, uh, big ones that I've, I have a couple friends in, um, soccer. Um, the boys' soccer team, boy, am I excited to watch them kick around that, that football, if you will. They're going to be good, and their games are going to be fun. If you want to have a good time, Go sit in the stands at a boys' soccer game. They're going to put on a show. Girls' soccer team, they're always good. Um, I hope, hope they can perform uh, to their best. Uh, shout out girls' soccer team. Um, but I'm excited to watch some of your games as well. Uh, you know, Unfortunately, I, I've come to a, a good amount of girls' soccer games. They seem to score less goals than the other team when I go, which is a little frustrating. I can talk about all the sports, unless you guys want to talk about any other sport. Yeah, I mean, just to offer my take on the sports... Uh... You know, it's always an exciting time. Boys and girls cross country. I'm obviously, like, got a lot of friends in. Excited to see what Brendan, Garrett, what they got in store. Might even see me out there for a few races and practices. Let's go. Um, But, yeah, similarly, soccer and for girls and boys, it's going to be really exciting. I got a lot of friends on both teams who are seem really devoted and are really excited to give it their all for their senior year, you know? Shout out Jonas. <laughs> Shout out Amelia Everett. Um... Yeah, it should be fun. Um, Shout out Tess Hertel. <laughs> Shout out Josh Jackson. Enough. Is Josh is Josh playing soccer this year? Oh, they're going to be so that's good. sick, bro. Oh, my God. They might not ever lose a game. Who's goalie? That's the biggest, that's the biggest that question mark. The Dude, they wanted me to play goalie. Really? I was, like, this close to playing goalie. I thought goalie. you might. Th- like, they made like, a very big Brad Weissel movie. You tried it for goalie, and he, and he didn't do it. Then yeah. He, then he bleached, so. I mean, I maybe you're going to bleach. Maybe I'll bleach. I mean, who knows? Maybe yeah. I mean, I heard that the goalie position... Uh, is a little bit up for grabs right now. With all respect to the people trying out, I'm sure, I'm I'm sure whoever makes it is gonna kill it, and I'm excited to see what you got in store. But with that being said, I also know you got a sick defense with Max Nelson. Max Nelson. I don't really, oh, God, I, just dirty. I don't really so know who excited. else is on the team. I just know Max, Jonas, Daniel, Darius. Oh, and a bunch of soft. No, yeah. yeah, I know. I know. Ben Dietrich. I mean, they. Might I know never Mad heads on the side. They might never lose. lose. Yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah, bro. You're oh, making me wish I played God. goalie. Denebacast is a, a full endorser of the, the soccer yeah. team. Maybe we'll see Justin out there for a game or two. Dude, they're mis- if they had Justin, bro. Don't make him sad. Don't make him sad. I'm he really sorry, wanted bro. to do it, I think. Okay, so the football team at Newton South <laughs> is another team that I'm looking uh, forward to. They got, I think, eight or nine captains. It's crazy. Yeah. Do they give every senior captain? I don't know. We don't know. We'll have to talk to uh, Delacondra. But... Uh, <laughs> 
there's a big question mark on the Newton South football team. It's really gone up and down. You know, you look back to the Austin Burton uh, and Sasha Hoban era, and they and Anthony Donito era and Jameer Soberanis era. Boy, were they fun to watch. You know, it's kind of taken a transition, uh, but I am excited. I know that I've seen a lot of guys. They're they're working hard. Um, as much as you know, the the school likes to give them a little a little crap, if you will. The the Newton Southern football team is working hard, and I think that if if everything goes well. Um, they can have a successful season this year. They, they were in a very transitional year last year. They had a short, you know, COVID season. I think they can, they can put some together. They have some people who are, who want to work hard and want to win games. Yeah, well said. I'm excited to see what they got in store for this year. Got a, got a lot of good kids on that team. What other, what other sports we got here? We got, we got girls, volleyball. Girls, we got volleyball. girls volleyball. We should get someone from girls volleyball on the podcast. That'd yeah. be awesome. If you're a girls volleyballer and you want to get on the podcast, maybe if you live in Australia, come on in. Um, girls volleyball is one. Field hockey is one I don't know too much about this year. Um, I saw them doing some some tryouts. Golf. 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 Oh my god. Golf. The goon I think squad. the golf team is gonna. <laughs> I think I'll be honest. I think the golf team is gonna have more fun than they're gonna have balls in in holes. But you know. The golf team could make a splash. They 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 get going. Uh, you know, they're keeping it loose at practice. Keeping it real loose. I think they could make a run. There's some there's some good seniors there. Pretty strong guys. They can hit the ball pretty far. You you let you let Sean Martin get dialed in on the golf course. And Sean I've, Martin's fine. I've seen it. Oh yeah, he is. Oh. I've seen it happen. You know, you let him get dialed in, and then there you go. You lose twenty bucks. So he's a good golfer. I know Michael Robinson likes to play on the Cape sometimes. I've seen on his Instagram. So it seems like uh, it's an unfortunate loss. I love the Huge country team. club guy. Uh, but I, I, you know, he can make a splash. Uh, a veteran on the team, uh, Scott Reisberg. Is he doing it? Yeah, of course. He, I think he could also. It's going to be. Good. Is, is Liam, there's some. There's some good seniors in that team that could really make a difference. So I am very excited to. I'm going to go to a golf match. I said I'm going to every one of every sport. You'll see me in Commonwealth on the 18th. I'll have a big sign that says. Go golf. Word. <laughs> dance team. Dance team. Um, I feel like the dance team is going to be nasty this year. Really? Yeah. I mean, how could they not be good? They have a lot of a lot of veterans, and I I feel like for some reason the the girls uh, dance team is you know maybe more in the spotlight than they have been in, in previous years. Um, I don't know too much about the competitions work. If I'm being completely honest. That'd be a good person to maybe have come talk about how their things work. I think it'd be very good, very educational for us and uh, other people at Newton South. Um, and uh, one of our very own, uh, Avery, is probably doing dance. So maybe we can get her on the podcast. Yeah, that'd be sick. She'd be good. She'd be a very good person for the podcast. Yeah. Shout out Avery. Also, cheerleading team. Cheerleading. It's true. We saw them practicing. We had a little. Yeah. They did this little tryout, a little camp. Yeah, we um, we were. Justin, I mean Brendan and I had a had a little council with some of the other senior captains. That got me so freaking excited for yeah, life. I'm not, and the captain of the cheerleading team was there, and she mentioned that COVID had really hurt their numbers; that they'd gone down from something like 17 to four. So it's the numbers are looking a little scarce right now. But if you so they're looking for more members. So shout out the shout out the cheerleading team. They if you want to do the cheerleading, cheerleading team has a, a way bigger impact. Than yeah, yeah, no, the cheerleading team's sick. Go out for the cheerleading team. I'm excited for, for sports this fall. I really am. Uh, there's just a lot of good people playing a lot of good sports, and they're, and they're trying to cap off their, their times at noon South. So I'm very excited to watch them, watch them play. As we wrap up sports, 
We've gone on a little long here. This is gonna be the first episode of season four, and boy am I excited to have your ears get to it. But obviously, we can't wrap up an episode of the Nebicast without the world-famous Geezer Report. So, Aiden Geezer, what do you have this week? Oh, caught me a little bit off guard here. Let me. I think. always do, I always do. <laughs> the Geezer Report. I'd be remiss if I didn't. Uh, Brendan, can you go over what the Geezer Report is? For those of you who don't know, <laughs> the Geezer Report was started in Season 3, Episode 3, uh, and it's just a way to highlight some... Others at Newton South who are making an impact. Maybe they have a new club that they started. Maybe they released some new music. Maybe they started a foundation. Maybe they did something. Maybe they, you know, had a job this summer. Just, just doing something to help the community and something, uh, somebody we want to put a highlight on um, and help them in any way we can. Oh, yeah. All right. So I've been a little bit out of the loop with what's been going on in Newton this summer since I, due to my absence. Um, but... A few people and a club in general who I know was doing a lot of great work at the end of last year, and I know they're coming in with a full head of steam into senior year. Absolutely. Anybody else for a little uh, little report? Anything else we got? And this one holds a dear place in my heart, but I want to give a shout-out to my very dear friend Drew Bornstein on his commitment to play lacrosse at Overland College. I think he's the first person from our class to get into college, so congratulations, Drew Bornstein. Another big congratulations I want to give is to Denebicast. Uh They hit 1,000 uh, total listens. That's a big, that's a big uh, achievement. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a phenomenal rest of your summer. If you're hearing this still in the summer, Denebicast. This is exciting. Yeah. I'm Brennan Weissel. I'm Aiden Geeser. I'm Justin Levy. Denebicast is out. <laughs>